This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Right, we're doing a display. We haven't got enough money. I go into my savings. Posh. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Display. So, and that's just how it, how it works. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Yeah. I do not believe what I've just seen. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us this time, Roy Moore from the 1881. Good evening, Roy. How are you? Good evening. How are we doing? Uh, yeah, good. Not bad. Yourself? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Good, good. Roy, welcome to the podcast. It's um, look, I, I need to start this podcast with a an apology, actually, on my behalf for being a bit useless and not getting this done sooner. So uh, I'm very sorry. Yeah. I, I'm so very pleased that you are you are now with us. And may I start by saying this is supporter royalty that we're joined with uh, tonight, Justin. Yep, you can say that. Yeah, I'm sure Roy. Won't, <laughs> I'm sure Roy won't mind you saying that either. To be honest, no, well, I've been called a lot worse. Yeah, yes, there you are. yes, <laughs> you have been. You have been. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that. And, the, and the, the the reason for this podcast and why I thought you're you're such an interesting character to talk to is, uh, you know, for for Roy Moore is a name that gets banded around every now and again when uh, the eighteen eighty one are mentioned or or whatever, or the charity work that you do, or during COVID, all that sort of stuff. So you, you're quite prominent on Facebook and the, and, the, and the Watford outlets. But I think there's a lot more to that, and there's a lot more that I wanted to discuss. And dare I say, it actually kind of give a bit of an overview of your story, because I think it's a really, really, really interesting one. Yeah, I mean, not not many people know about it. And I've, I've, believe it or not, I'm actually quite a private person. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one. I'm not one for um, getting myself out there. But this, you know, since I started it in 2014, it's kind of, you know, you, you you kind of won't you won't see my face anywhere. You won't. Yes, I I do my little sound bites on the uh, uh, my kind of war cries. Sorry, on on Facebook and on Twitter and stuff like that. But that's purely because of my love for the club and not because I I want to be. Oh, look at me, Roy Moore kind of thing. And that's always what I've set out to do. Is I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not trying to be this. I'm not trying to be that. I've always wanted to be someone that just just helps the club. I mean, I've, I've been a supporter since I was five. I've actually been a supporter since I was 11 minutes old. But then I've, my first game was when I was five. But um, <laughs> yeah. From the womb. Um, so, yeah, basically. Yeah, my, my dad just ran around to... Uh, so I was born in Trodales and my dad ran around and I was a junior Hornet at 11 minutes old. Wow. <laughs> that must be the youngest yeah. ever, I reckon, 11 minutes. That's got to be pretty young, that. Um, do, you remember your first, <laughs> do you remember your first game or your first season? No, I don't. I believe... From what I was told, it was, it was against Coventry. Uh, whether that was in the cup or whatever, it was 1980. Right, okay. So 1980-81 season. So, right, okay. Um, uh, yeah, obviously, well, I went to the FA Cup final in 84. It carried on my shoulders. Believe it or not, I, was, I used to be quite small. 
I know you guys have seen me. <laughs> I used to type for all my dad. I was on my dad's shoulders in the 84 Cup final. Uh, I can remember little bits and pieces of that, but yeah. Okay. So so tell us about the genesis of the, the 1881, how it started and why you thought it was a good idea to sort of bring that out. It's a bit of a personal story. My, my um, step-brother, who called Steve Brisper. He was the quite a big member of the Norfolk Hornet for many, many, many years. I mean, I think he, he went with like the likes of Jim Jim Simmons, Francis Lynn, lots and lots of like well-to-do people, like really, really, really nice people. And he went, he was, well, it, I think he was a support for like 40, 45 years. Unfortunately, he got cancer uh, back in 2000. He died in 2010. But on his deathbed, the morning, the morning that he actually passed away, he knew what I was about to do. But he was more like he, he, he grabbed me by the by the scruff of the neck, kind of thing, and his deathbed, and leant up and he said, "I want to hear the uh, no, sorry, I want to see the the rescue bouncing just one more time." And I said, "I'll make sure that happens. I'll make sure that happens." He passed away about 20 minutes later. Yeah, so it was. I was trying to grab my opportunity to do something and nothing nothing kind of happened i i kind of started don't know if you guys heard of it the, the yellow water um yeah uh, vaguely vaguely remember it yeah yeah, yeah yeah that was up in rs4 and that that was to try and get the atmosphere going uh, unfortunately for one one or two reasons it, it just didn't work out and then obviously the pozos came along we had we got to the fa the, sorry the playoff final yeah uh, against palace palace yeah and i had the opportunity to either obviously be in the home end or the company I was working for at the time had a box but the box just happened to have unfortunate but it, it was in the palace end and now I opted to go in the palace end in a box because I wanted to hear how we sounded I'm not I'm okay not, you, so you wanted yeah. to you, you wanted to look over us to see what we look like from the from the opposing fans yeah yeah but I just want to make one thing clear I'm I'm not I'm a terrorist boy you know I've always yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I grew up on the terraces I'm I'm not one for Corn sandwiches and whatnot. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be getting, you know, get amongst it stuff. So uh, that decision was it didn't really come lightly, you know. But I just thought, let's just give it a go. And we were awful. Mm. Uh, we were just absolutely awful. If, they, if, fans, if, I, rem- yeah, if yeah. I remember that day, Palace were organised, weren't they? Didn't they have like their own displays and God knows what going on that day? Yeah, yeah. They'd spent, uh, uh, they'd spent like twenty five thousand on a GoFundMe kind of thing and and got their own flags organised and this that and the other. And it was just, I'm not, I'm. Even now, I'm I'm not jealous of them. I'm not jealous one little bit. It was just that day was just like, well, this is this is just absolute. This is just atrocious. You know, we've got to do something about it. And then three days, three days later, I, I spoke to Richard Walker at the club, and I said, "Give me 500 seats anywhere. I don't give a monkey's where they are. Give me 500 seats, and I and I will, you know, give you a, a much better atmosphere." And then that summer, I went out on social media, and then throughout the whole summer, I basically moved everyone myself on the on the on the system via fan ID, names of fan IDs, and yeah, and then we were born. We were yeah. the, the 1881 were born. I mean. Yeah. I've always felt, and I, and I don't know what you think, Just. I've always felt that Vicarage Rugby, prior to, to you know, Roy, the work you've done in, in the eighteen eighty one, I've always felt that Vicarage Road has always been a kind of a, a tough place to get an atmosphere in, especially when I look back and the you know that the old wooden stand and all that was demolished. It, it was just always kind of felt very flat. And where I sit in the ground, I, I sit in the, um, the Vicarage Road end, so yeah. I'm right next to the away fans. So most of the time prior to, to that would have been the only noise really generated barring a goal being scored would have been from from the, the away fans. Yeah. So um, yeah. So it's quite important, you know, the what the, the job that you did, you know, just having that, that conversation with, with Richard Walker and, and going from there. Yeah, it's um listen, they could have they could have given me five hundred seats in the upper GT, no disrespect to the upper GTs, but I, I would have still I would have still a, attempted and tried my best anyway. But yeah. it's diff, it's it's <laughs> difficult. I mean you you know yourself it's difficult to uh, to get an atmosphere going and then for away fans to go bloody hell. What the fans allowed because we're mm. we're in the polar polar opposite and end of the end of the ground, you know. So, but it is what it is. Um, there's been attempt by the club, I've got to say, to get us moved to the middle of the rookery of the of the rookery. Yeah, that went down like a lead balloon. Um, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say I, I wanted to touch on that because I, I do again. I I wasn't directly involved in it because obviously where I 
us it in the ground. But yeah. I do I do remember that being, you know, a progress in the sense of I can't remember how it was. If if you, if you wanted to move over, you had to contact either yourself or the club and, and basically yeah. the, the, the club were giving you that. How did that go down with I, I guess the club and you know other supporters? Well the the club supported it. I yes, I, it was my idea, but the club supported it and actively I believe put emails out to the people in the surrounding kind of area in the middle of the recruit. I think I think it was the palace. I think it was the palace quarter final. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It, well, and do you know what? Funny enough, I got moved that game and I was in the rookery because <laughs> they were sat in my seat. I remember that. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, listen, uh, every, everyone is, you know, everyone is entitled to ha- have an opinion yeah. and have, have an opinion as to who they should be sat next to or, or be with. So, yeah, uh, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a shock to them that we just turned up with a drum um, <laughs> and started banging away and all of a sudden it was just like, uh, yeah, there was quite a lot of arguments and we just decided you know what we've, we've I've never thought to myself I don't care about upsetting anyone I just want to please everyone and that's probably my downfall in some respects but I've always I've, I've, and especially since then I kind of it opened my eyes of, you know what they've sat there for 20 years 15 years yeah. could it could it be could it progress into something really big I, I think so I think it could have done but we've, we've stayed where we are and you know what we've gone 500 to I think it's 2,100 now yeah we stayed where we are we're not upsetting too many people I know I know recently there's been some some chance that probably shouldn't have been sung, but that's that is just a minority of people that think they can sing what they want, and actually, that's not really what the 881 is all about. Yeah, but on, on a on another note on that, you know, yeah. let, let, let's not forward it. And I, and I know what you're what you're referencing. I, I think you know every every village has its idiots, and you're 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 not a supporters group in the sense of we provide the, the tickets. You know, people pay a subscription. They they're sitting in an area because they want the atmosphere. They want it to be a little bit more of a of a different match day compared to the guys that you just mentioned who might just want to sit there and watch the game. So yeah. you you know you've got no control over what's said. Just like you haven't got any control over somebody that sits in the eighteen eighty one before a game after a game in a pub you know just because they sit in the 1881 I I always felt like it was very much oh they're from the 1881 so all of the 1881 are X, Y and Z where that isn't the case you know you you can't judge you know a couple of people one person's mistake clearly you know for what what they sang on a whole group of people and as you just said 2,100 people so you know I I think there's a lot lot more to it than that I think also uh, we have to be mindful that one person's perfectly acceptable chant is another person's arrow in their side and their feelings are hurt and so on and so forth so i don't know the chant exactly that was that we're referencing here but i think there's a lot of people that will take offense at anything these days and if you're going to sit in the singing section of any football stadium expect to hear things that you wouldn't hear in the family enclosure for example so yeah that that's my take on it anyway yeah even even the short play time since we've been doing it it's like 2014 it's from 2014 up to up to now the whole you know what i'm well you know what i'm saying the whole thing has kind of turned on its head a little bit and people people are free now um, and rightly so if they want to go and complain because of something that they've heard that they don't like which is yeah. absolutely which is absolutely fine it's just it, it brings on a, a, a kind of different what, what's the word I'm looking for it's, complexion it's, maybe it's a, yeah it's just, it's just the way it's just the way that I I've, I've tried to come across in my in, in my Facebook and, and Twitter whereby we are we are completely inclusive of, it, of anyone yeah, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. is completely welcome and etc etc that, but uh, that's how the club like should that. be. That's how the club yeah. should be, Roy. You well, know, we've, the, the, we've all we've all, we've we've always been like this. Yeah. We've always, you know, since since day dot. And I, um, I don't I don't take up a, um, a an issue with supporters groups, whatever whatever it is. I also don't take up an issue whatever your sexual preferences are, whatever yeah. you know, blah, blah blah. If you wear a Watford badge and you're a Watford supporter, you'll do yeah. for me. You know, I don't yeah. care what what religion, colour, anything. I'm not bothered. And I think 100%. that's I think that's the message that's got lost a little bit along the way with Watford and I think we're, we're, we're almost trying to please everyone we're doing the right thing because we should we should acknowledge that homosexuality 100%. and racism exists we should acknowledge that and we should we should combat that but we should also not go to to such lengths where the people that don't fall into those categories and I'll use my, myself as, a, as an example feel that they can't say or do 
or enjoy a match day as they would for the fear of somebody texting my seat number going this guy said X, Y and Z yeah. and, and me getting hoisted up in front of Richard Walker or the, whoever and, and yeah. possibly being banned for, for, for no fault of my you know and it could be something completely non-related to I've upset somebody outside of Watford Football Club Stadium and whatever and they, they you know they know where I sit blah 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 it could be weaponised and that's yeah. that's my point and I, and I think that's the, the the part of it that I don't like and the 1881 if if I'm looking at it I've kind of fell victim to it a little bit a couple of times where it's yeah. as, as I said before oh they sit in the 1881 it's, it's an 1881 problem it's not yeah. it's a society or, problem or or, 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 or sorry, sorry the button, but if, no if, no go for it if, the, if there's been a if there's been a chant that has been started by two people in the 1881 and then all of a sudden 5,000 people are singing it yeah it's the 1881's fault yeah because yeah exactly or, well it's an individual or, choice to sing that though whatever it might be or two, or two people have started it in RS4 for example and then we've stopped um, and then we've joined them with it then it's the one's fault as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's it's, it's it's a tricky old world out there at the moment. It, it, the yeah. football club in, in general, <laughs> quite yeah. quite honestly. Um, and we're all we're all um, trying to make our way, wade our way through it. All is, is, yeah. is probably the, it's, the best way I can describe it. Some, yeah, so it's just sometimes it's uh, you can get bogged down in it. And I think yeah, yeah. And, and I think that the aim of the 1881 has, has always been pro team, pro club. Yeah. And, and when all of these other little snippets and things come into it, for me, it's, it's felt like we're kind of sticking in the mud a little bit to kind of do more. And, you know, we've, 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 we've done the banners, we've done this and that. And all of a sudden, because of everything that, that's been happening over the last few years, it, we didn't, when we started doing the, the, the surfers, we were getting no complaints. And then all of a sudden, we're getting loads of complaints. So we kind of think, do we, are we doing the right thing? Do we do we continue doing that? Absolutely. Or, are we, or am I going to get absolutely, you know, nailed on Twitter because I've covered someone's head for 30 with seconds? A, yeah, with a, with a, a surfer thing. Exactly. And, it, and a little it, bit of it, you can't win and and no. but it it kind of leads on nicely into the sense of what the 1881 done in, in in regards to atmosphere and and so forth but there's there's a lot more to it than that there's also and we just mentioned the being inclusive you've also got the bunker which you know i don't i generally don't know how many when i go down to the bunker it tends to be familiar faces people that i i, I recognize and I, and I just wonder how many people actually know about the bunker properly and what it is you know it's if you're talking about a supporters club there i say it you know i don't like you know where where supporters can go have a beer all things watford again not not interested in religion race sexual yeah. none, none of that no, no, that leave that at the door. You know, it's it's everybody's welcome. And whenever I've been down there, I mean, Justin, you've been down a couple of times as I well. Have, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a great little setup down there. Fantastic little setup. And I just sometimes you just think, I wish I knew. Like, I, I'd like to see it more. Do you know what I mean? Well, like the social media <clears throat> and, and, and so forth. What what I would say is, I've been past that many times because I used to park in the hospital car park, and I always thought it was a a, a club perhaps that you had to be a member of, which obviously it isn't. And I, I think a lot of people don't even know where it is. So, Roy, this is your chance to tell everybody about the bunker, how how many people it takes, where it is, when you can go in, etc. It's got some plush loos in it now as well. <laughs> That's always a plus <laughs> for you, Carlos. We've we've, up, we've upgraded. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, basically. Down the down the steps outside the southwest corner turnstile, yeah. So, um, so where, where you might go, and if you're going into the rookery on the same yeah, side yeah. as the Graham Taylor stand, yeah. So yeah. I'd, I'd always approach it down Occupation Road, turn right, pass the ticket office, all the way down, and then you've got the stairs, and then it's literally at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people are now if they're parking in the hospital car park, obviously paying and walking through five or whatever it is, and then walking straight straight in, which is uh, which is stopping all of the the um, the blockage that's happening with. with the coaches yeah the, yeah yeah um, yeah so there's a lot more people now that walk walk past and i, I hear it i must hear it 20 times because i've obviously work in the bar and uh, I've never seen this place I've, I've been a supporter for 40 years I've never seen it I've, exactly know, and, yeah well yeah and, I mean, and, like I say I've been past but you think oh have I got to be a member have I got to have some sort of pass to get in here but it's not it's open to everybody isn't it it's open to absolutely everyone and we've all and that's the children as well we're, we're, we're pretty child safe so I, I tell you one thing I do love about it and it's all the memorabilia that's in there well yeah there's some of the, there's some great there's some shirts that I haven't seen the best thing that I've seen I think Justin's going to mention it I think well, it. well, it was pointed out to me by Roy when I was in there. There is a <laughs> a heart's head or moose or moosey in there. 
And and when I correct me if I'm wrong, Roy, but when you pointed it out to me, I think you said that that was the actual head that the badge was designed from. Is that correct? Correct. It was it was designed by I don't know the gentleman's name, but it was a Canadian, and obviously it was designed in a time where there's no World Wide Web, and it was described to him as a, like a, a Hertfordshire heart. The the, the the fella on the other end of the line in Canada took it as a moose and designed it as such. <laughs> Hence, why we're still suffering to this day when yeah. I go on holiday. <laughs> why it, have you got yeah. a moose on your shirt? Oh, for God's sake! But that oh, is no, that yeah. is the actual moose that is hanging in the bunker. That that is the actual moose that do. The designer guy designed our badge from. So we can add, we can add the fact that uh, you're an atmosphere specialist. You also <laughs> have the bunker, which is an entertainment venue. But we can also add museum to the to the list museum, as well. Yeah, we, we, lots, yeah. lots of old, lots of old memorabilia in there. Not as much as uh, I'd like, but um, yeah, there's, there's many things. We've got John Barnes's boot played for England. We've got many, many shirts, different shirts, signed mm. shirts, stuff that's signed from Graham Taylor himself. And yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice feeling. When, when when I've kind of grown that from it was just a derelict pothole. I remember um, seeing it. I remember seeing needs, it. It's full of needles, full of water. Yeah, full of water. It was being used as yeah. a, a, druggies were down there, weren't they? Yeah, and uh, that's the non-technical term for drug use. Have we street of you? At the time, at the time, we were we were paying for big yellow self storage to, to store all of our flags. That ain't cheap. No, so then getting a the van on that day, taking it down, da 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 da, and then taking it all back. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was, it was a headache. And Dave, Dave Messenger, uh, me and Dave Messenger spoke, and I. I said, like, is that space? Can we have it? Give us the keys. And they went, you're having a laugh. And I went, watch me. And then for the next two years, after work, I was down there laying blocks with a couple of helpers, Paul Glide, bless him, Barry O'Neill. And we just, we, we paint sprayed. Uh, Joe Young as well at the time. He just happened to be a, a paint spray as a contract for the whole of B&Q's car park. So he came in with his machine. So on the walls is double yellow line, yellow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. And then we got red, which is a double red London. So that, that went on the wall as well. And then we got black. So yeah. Um, and that kind of was then accidentally on purpose grown into a third room that the club don't know about. Bless them. Um, well, they might now, Roy. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> they might now. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been a hell of a lot of hard work, but like, like I was about to say earlier, it's nice when people come in and go, oh my God, it's amazing. And it's mm. kind of all, all the sweat and tears that it's cost me after work for the for two or three years leading up to the opening. It's all worth it. And it, it's a nice feeling where, not because it's, oh, look, it's Roy Moore, it, people can finally come and chat Watford without there being away fans or there being a, a hostile atmosphere. You yeah, know? just it's, about football. Yeah, just yeah. football, yeah. 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 No, I've got, we, I've, I've, got, I've got to say, Roy, you've got a good selection of beers down there. The prices are very reasonable. So we do fancy a drink pre-match. I think I think you're undercutting the club slightly there, are you? They seem to be very reasonable. How many does it hold, the bunker, officially? <laughs> yeah, officially, yeah. 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 Officially. It's a yeah. hundred. One hundred, yeah. It's 150 square metres, but of course we've got a quarter blocked off with obviously the flag printers and all the sewing equipment and all that. So we've had to block that off, so it's a hundred at the moment. Right, okay. Yeah, so and I want to try and kind of branch out a little bit as in offer it up to any Watford fans that maybe have a birthday party or something because we've licensed until half past ten any night of the week. Right, okay. Nice. So, okay, so, yeah. so as a watch fan, you could actually hire it out as well. Yeah, and it, it's, it's absolutely free as long as there's more than 50 people. Wow. Hey, so, um, okay, there you go. And it just covers, because a lot of people don't know, there's only about three people that know this, but it costs us £200 every match day to uh, get rid of everyone's weed. Oh, does it? actually goes into a tank. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, nice. It, okay. Nice. So you, I, told, I told you the toilets had been updated. <laughs> they are updated. They are updated. It's no longer a portaloo, but yeah, they are proper toilets, but it goes no, they are, yeah. Because it's of the nice. lay of the land. It's uh, it, it needs it needs See, a tank to come and empty it. Which is... It's stuff, it's stuff like that. You don't. Know. I mean, just I, I was going to kind of say it brings me nicely onto my next point, but I'm not sure that talking about emptying a, a <laughs> tank is necessarily the, the best way to go. But just just on on, and you mentioned it a couple of times. Costs. How helpful yeah. or how good is the is the club being with you with regards to this? Because it kind of feels not that I've ever had this conversation with you, but it kind of feels like cost wise, you're very much doing this on your own. The whole, the whole thing, yeah. The club have been absolutely amazing. They they helped. Obviously, I yeah. don't pay for electric. They they cover the cost of that, and they came in and installed air con air conditioning unit uh, throughout the whole place and helped out with the fire alarm system and everything. So they they've been brilliant. But they they know what. I'm about and they've never 
they've never really kind of stepped on my toes. They've yeah. sort of left you to it. They left me to it. They know I'm not going to be political in my displays. They know I'm not going to go anti-club, anti anti positive because I'm not, I'm not that sort of person. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm never, I'm never going to get pitchforks out. <clears throat> I don't think that helps anyone. No. So they kind of, they, they leave me to it and they, they on more often than not, they only know what this way I'm doing, you know, when it's happening. So, so there'll be no they, nasty but, surprises going, rolling down the rookery end, potso's out or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. And I don't, I don't think, what, what would that, what would that, what would it achieve? Yeah. Well, it achieves yeah. absolutely nothing. It'll just, it'll just spread animosity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Towards towards the club, and uh, you know, it's a it's a club. We deserve maybe a bit more ambition, maybe a bit more thing in the transfer market, maybe. But getting the pitchforks out because we're not doing too well doesn't help. Uh, yeah, I, the same as I think booing doesn't I, help either. I so think it, I think I think it's clarity is the big thing for me. Just a bit of clarity, a bit of like what's <laughs> the actual plan B? What's what's the, you know what's the process in with recruitment yeah. and. You know, just a bit of clarity more than anything. I, I agree with you. I, I don't think, you know, standing outside, I said this earlier on today, actually, just standing outside uh, with your pitchforks and, and, you know, setting fire to things and kicking off. I, I mean, I've not to, to dwell on anything, but I, I recently heard that there was some damage in the in the rookery end with, with regard to the toilets and so forth. And it's it's a shame that we're in that position. But yeah, I, I mean, you, you've got a position, dare I say, it's a position of power, Roy, in the sense of if you wanted to, and if you were that character, you could cause carnage for the club. Yeah. All right, on a short period, because all they're going to do is go, thank you very much, see you, be good. And, yeah. and see you out but yeah it, it's a position of power absolutely but just just on a side note what does I mean some of your displays are I mean easily to say legendary I remember the Millwall game for the Memorial um, yeah. Day yeah. Uh, which I've still got on my phone now I mean that that's, that's probably got, it's a, a worldwide image uh, you know yeah. that that image, and there's a couple that you've done with regards to you know the proud hornet stuff, all all of that. And what do one of those displays cost? You know the full rookery experience, shall we say, like to cover the whole the whole rookery, oh, all the yeah. flags, and, oh, everything. and also how on earth do you design them as well? That's always fascinated me too. We are lucky to have in our ranks a gentleman called Tom Bennett, who I know he used to he doesn't anymore, but he used to do all the graphics for Old Trafford. So he used to work for Man United, but it was a massive it's a massive Watford fan, absolutely. Nice. Sits in the referee. Such a lovely fella. So I kind of go, I, how it works is I go to him with an idea. He comes back to me and says, What do you think of this? And then I say, Well, can you do this, 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 and this? And it goes back to and from, to and from. And all of a sudden it's bam, we'll do that. And, and there we go. And that's, you know, and that's completely voluntarily from him, from his side as well. He, he can. He can charge if he wanted to for, for all I cared, you know, because his, his work is absolutely amazing. He does it off his own back. Then we go, we then go to print. In the early days, we went, we went to the ultra shop in Poland. Wow. To, to get the early, um, early flags that we did. But that, it was, the cost was just phenomenal. Every single wavy flag, you know, the, the normal, Flags yeah, do the wavy ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're costing twelve quid each. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and we we had eighteen hundred with our first one. With our first one. And I remember how many of them were walking up Vicarage Road well, after first, I come out the ground. Yeah. Our first our first display four hundred went missing. Bloody hell. Times um, out by twelve. Ouch. Yeah. So then I I did a couple of GoFundMe's. We raised I think it's twelve grand the first one. We then went to print on the Audential banner yeah, yeah. Um, oh yes yeah 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 yeah, now, yeah. now if we if we was if we were going to buy that from the ultra shop it was it was 35 grand jesus christ but, be, but because 35 we did it ourselves, grand yeah but because we did it ourselves it was eight grand that's still a lot of money roy i've got to be honest with you i mean oh no we've since 2014 we've 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 spent almost a quarter of a million quid bloody hell on on flag and, that, and and the majority of that money has come from selling two pound beers in a bunker right okay right so there you go there, there's the importance of the bunker and the and the, the link there so basically to to fund to fund what what not just the 1881 but to fund the rookery in the sense of or the whole ground actually because you've done displays across the whole ground but yeah. to fund it, it it really does need Watford supporters to be to be involved with it doesn't it yeah yeah, I, it personally for me, it's, it cost me about forty-five thousand pounds. Jesus, out your own pocket. Out my own pocket, yeah. Wow, one, bloody hell! And, and cost me one marriage as well. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. So it's cost you. I, I assume it's. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah, because I'm. A, yeah, because I'm. In order for things to happen, I need to be. And with a couple of other guys, Bob. Or yeah, Bruce, I know Bob. Bob's a legend. Um, 
bless him, and uh, Ricky and Barry O'Neill in the early days. Uh, you know, I'm constantly down there three nights a week. Wow. Every, every, every week. And then so, like other, other guys join. Sometimes they're, they're down there three, three nights a week. And it's all completely off their own back, mm, obviously. Mm. Uh, but after time, there's a cost to that because then you kind of think, right, we're doing a display. We haven't got enough money. I go into my savings. Bosh. Wow. There's, wow, there's wow, a display. Wow. So, and that's just how it, how it works. And obviously, yes, it's great having having the bunker and having people come down. It's, 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 I mean, I still, I'll, I'll, for as long as I can afford it, I'll still put money into it because that, that for me, that is what is making the, like the community feel to it. So, now I take it you've we've, got, we've I take got, you've got a full time job as well. I've got a full time job, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and I've got seven kids. What? So, have you not got a TV in your house? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I know. I need a, I need a personal TV <laughs> and and a lock on my fridge. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm I've sure. seen the size of your. Is it your eldest that works in the bunker? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. He's. A, I mean, he's he's a tall lad. He's Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My no, God, seven but kids. But do, you know, do you know what? I don't. I don't regret it. And the kids, my kids, will get involved as well during the week. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not like I just go out and leave leave all my kids at home. Could, you know, they get involved as well. And on the quick, match day, like you say. But, quick um, question, Roy. Can can Watford fans? contact you to, to help if you need help you know before games or in, in, in the weekdays or anything like that can they can they be involved yeah yeah yeah. I mean I do every now and again I've, my, I've got a bit of a problem with it's more it's more myself more than anything else because there's, there's been so many times where I've put shouts out for help but then loads of people comment saying yeah, I'll be down there at 7 o'clock you know in the evening da, 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 da. and there's been there's a time when I I put a shout out for help but we've got a massive display coming up on Saturday and 30 over 30 people said they'll definitely come down to help and I'll sit down 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 there by myself. Yeah, you know, and it. I think yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people, like to think that they are helping by saying yes, by, or by, like, by yeah, by, yeah, and they're not actually. I'm not actually helping. What actually happens now on the match day? There's literally my missus works behind the bar, my daughter, my son, my two sons, and then you got Bob, you got Pete. There's probably five or six people that actually uh, doing, the, actually doing, actually the doing it sort of for, as a, on a full time kind of basis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with COVID and stuff like that, we had we used to have a lot more help, and then COVID hit, got relegated, and blah blah blah. And then people, people drive changed. We are stuck stuck in a little bit of a rut where we're pretty crap on the pitch. Um, yeah, that's and, an understatement. <laughs> yeah, and and people people just like you know just living their life, and they don't they don't feel like they want to come. I don't know. I don't know how people. People. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's a chance. I mean, even this. I mean, even if you know, look, look by by no stretch of the imagination, of me and Justin, world leaders in the media stakes with regards to to podcasts. We're, we're a Watford podcast that's that's doing ish well. You know, we sometimes me me and him look at each other and go, "How the hell have a thousand people listen to this?" Or you know, and if you, even if it's just a case that you know one person tells three people and those three people tell another two people, you know, just to you know re-energize it, regalvanize. The, the troops if you like to, to yeah. try and get some because that's what it that's what it's missing for me really at the moment and that's I know the football's crap you know yeah. that, that that goes without saying at the moment but it, but for the last core oh, I'm even struggling to think for, the, for a long period of time there's been that feel as we touched on this earlier that there isn't that togetherness there's all these little splintered fractions everywhere and people doing their their own thing for, for whatever reasons you know yeah. a lot of people could say that about me and Justin you, you're only doing it to be popular or you're only doing it to be Listen, if you knew me and Justin, you really you'd really know that that ain't the case. It was a, yeah. it, it, it was a case of just two bored people during COVID. Let's talk about the thing we both love, which is Watford, and it's sprung from there. So yeah. you know, if, if you could just get that kind of mentality across to, to people that the eighteen eighty one aren't this dark, sinister place of people where you know this that and the happens, and actually they actually offer this. They offer a, a really cheap place to go and drink before a game, a good yeah. atmosphere, a museum, which we've touched on. The real you know, that, Yeah, the re- exactly. And, and just that in itself is, a, you know, is going to be enough people to go, you know what, I'll go and give that a go instead of going and paying £5 in the pub, I won't name it, in the pub that sits on Vicarage Road. Five <laughs> English pounds for and, flat lager. And it's Stella only, or has that changed now? Yeah. No, it's still <laughs> Stella or something I can't even pronounce. Yeah. Where is Go down to the bunker. I've got cans if I want cat. If I don't want draft, you've got ales. You've got you've got everything down there. So yeah, I've, I've tried. I've tried kind of. Often, listen, I understand people people struggle 
for you know financially so i, I do try and offer alcohol cheap which is or, always uh, greatly received right? yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or cheap listen cheaper than whatever but people have to also understand that my selling time is is about one hour before game yeah of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You've got to squeeze it in. from 12 till three if it's a three o'clock kickoff yeah and then yeah. after the game people People quite rightly, have, have, everyone's got their match day ritual where they can they go to a different pub, this pub or what that pub, or they set yeah. up at a certain time because they've got to travel along. And then I mean, on um, on Friday night, I thought, oh my god, we've got five people in, and then, and then all of a sudden there was like one in, one out within five minutes. And yeah. I think that was that was more because of the the coach debacle that happened. Yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on a on a like on a Saturday kickoff, we are really busy from half past one to about half past two. So all that hard work pre- preparing the bunker, getting the keg, cleaning the line, making sure everything's tickety boo, all the fire regulations is is actually only for that one hour. And that, yeah. that one hour has then got to try and fund the display. Yeah. Well just talking you know, talking of displays, when we came down to see it at the bunker, there, there's a room there where you're actually printing those banners yeah i couldn't believe it you showed me this enormous yeah, so, printer and i was like wow so do you design them on site as well and print them or do you no, they're designed by they're designed by myself and tom tom bennett who i touched on earlier yeah uh, you, they, you know for those we've got a couple of logos we've got the hornet we've got the angry stag and yeah it basically goes to print in that little room um, how, how long does it take <laughs> to print one of those great big banners then so it's hooked you know, you know the um, well, I said the Audentia one took about two weeks to print. Yeah, blimey, wouldn't want to hang around for that to finish, would you? No, I thought my I thought my <laughs> Wi-Fi was slow. Jesus. <laughs> so that's that's um, one one great big bit of material at one end, and then two weeks later, a giant banner yeah, comes we, out. We we printed one point six meters, and then they're all sewn together. Right, got you, got you. So, okay. That, so so there's thirty there's thirty pieces on the Audentia. How are they sewn? Hand sewn? With, with a sewing machine. Right, okay. So it's someone with a sewing machine doing it, is it? Well, no, it's one of us. One of you? Oh, my God. Right, okay. <laughs> amazing. Blimey. Tailors as well. This is, a, this is amazing. Well, yeah, I don't even get these guys. <laughs> <laughs> you would, yeah. But yeah, you know they've they've worked and they've not ripped. And, but the the Elton John one, did you see that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. The is Rocket that the, the one, one, the Rocket Man one? Yeah, yeah. Did that in four days. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And the other thing is as well the other the uh, the other night um, when we played Norwich, there was some um, some fireworks displays. Were you, were you responsible or did you have a hand in that? Yeah. So got a couple of guys in our ranks called. And they might not all want to be named actually, but anyway, they've got their own business for special effects. So they've they've worked on numerous blockbusters. Okay. So, okay. They, so they've got the know-how, expertise. The Friday night, the most important thing was the ticket for pyrotechnics for the football stadium. Yeah. Well, that was the highlight, so, to be fair, Roy. That was yeah, the best so, bit of the game, yeah. So all of the ones that we've done that included them were the ones with the ticker tape, you know, the, in the cannons. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of seasons ago that I got absolutely hounded for. Because, oh, was that for the, because it got wedged in the roof and then yeah. there was people moaning, oh, I can't see. Yeah. We had, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was, you know what that was I just want to touch on that quickly because I know yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot a lot of people still talk about that we had to that, that precise moment where we had to set it off the wind had to be doing a certain speed and what the as you look at the rookery we whacked out the, the, the wind that goes from right to left that goes up the A and A one across and down now if the if the wind was at less than at less than 10 miles an hour it would have been absolute fine but the moment we had we we had to press that button. It was like 12 miles an hour or something. So it went up, up. The wind was going up the 881 across and back down again. So it was, it was against the confetti. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the confetti going kind of across the rookery, it kind of hit the wind and went straight up. Oh, that's just bad luck. Every, that's bad luck, surely. And then, and then everyone thought that they was in a in a corner shop. Um, you know, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> one of those things over the door. The old fly guy. Yeah, that's it. The fly that thing. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Well, I've got to say, it was very good because they all went off in time to the drums on Z cars and stuff. I was paying attention. Yeah. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. They all looked to be like they're in sort of a wheelie bin and then just sort of taken away. It was just like, you know, no, yeah. no sort of, you know, leads run out and experts and it was just a few yeah. wheelie bins and then boom and pidge. 
was taking one away. I, I seem to remember Pidge was there taking one away. So it was it, very well it done. Was, yeah. yeah, it was excellent. It was really, really good. I assume that was a one-off, or will, will we be seeing some more of that? I, I imagine they're very uh, expensive. No, we, we can we can do. We, we can do. I, I think the magnitude of Friday night, Yeah, uh, the Norwich game, yeah. well, I think it needed something like that. Oh, no, we, to, we did we did our it. bit. All the fans and yourself, the 881, they, they did their bit. It was just the, the guys that we were trying to get going that didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's heart wrenching. It's not just demoralising; it's heart wrenching. It's like, yeah, I, you know, I want, you know, the whole team might as well have just walked up to me and just punched me straight in the neck. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? Just, is that know, how you feel? That's how you feel after that, is it? Yeah, because you just think, oh, just it's not just like a an effort of half an hour. It's, yeah, quite. It's a few days, and it's like a lot of conversation, and you know, just want them. If it gives them an extra ten percent, it's a success. Yeah, yeah. But, but when they play like they can give an absolute monkeys, it's just like, well, what's the point? Yeah, that's how we felt as fans as well, Roy. Got to be honest. But I, I, I still, I still believe positive things will only be positive things. Yeah, with that change, some, something you know, I probably won't touch on this, but I think there's something a lot deeper than what's going on than the the players. I think the players do care. I certainly think the owners care, and I think I just think the ingredients are not quite. Yeah, someone's the, adding. The someone's adding. Quite right. Someone's adding salt into the cake mixture instead of yeah. sugar. Is is yeah. happening? And, and I'm not. I'm not buying all this that the, the owners don't care because they they clearly do. Uh, they are, you know. Well, I think they're making mistakes. Yes, they're making mistakes. I think what um, would clear a lot of this up is if we could actually have a fans forum like we always used to have, and we have uh, certainly the chief executive or the chairman there and the manager or, or or the captain or someone, and we could sit down and say, right, this is where we are. This is where we were. Yeah. Where are we going? Because it's very disjointed yeah. and I'm not really all that sure what the ethos at Watford is anymore. It seems to be yeah. kind of don't what, what say I anything don't unless it's positive. And... What, what I don't know is how other clubs deal with fans or how other owners deal with their fans. I mean, I, mm. I don't know. I, you know. Well, no, I don't. Uh, I can only speak as a Watford fan, but in the past we had fans forums annually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I think that's what we're judging it on, isn't it? Because it, we we've had this constant communication over a period of years, you know, from right back to GT, probably before yeah. that, to be fair, and, and all the way up, and then just you know, over the last, I don't know, I'm going to say ten years, yeah. maybe, maybe less, five or ten years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just kind of we, we're not gonna we're not gonna say we're not gonna have those open and honest conversations. We'd rather use because social media is a, a great platform to touch so many other you know so many people. It's um, I just I just want the communication. I'd, social media is a, is a is a platform that you know they can touch so many people with just a click of a button. But just have that open and honest conversation with us about what the plan is and what we're doing and who the manager is. And so, just you know, so so how we used to be treated. Don't treat us any differently. That's that's my big thing with it. Yeah, it's it's easy it's easy to to come in front of the fans when we've just got into the semi final in the FA Cup. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the last thing. time. Isn't it funny how uh, we only hear from them when we're doing really well? You know, and that you know, it's it's not unnoted. It's just you know, be over. I'd, I'd respect them more for it. All right, they might not like what people have got to say, but at least they they know where they they stand. Don't don't treat really? us like customers. I'm not a customer. I'm a fan. Even if, even if it was a even if it was a select few people that and I'm talking about the you know the crowd hornets of the wow yeah. the you know the couple of guys from podcast like yourselves or whatever just just to be in a room and just say you know nothing's recorded. No, no, but, no. Well, it doesn't have but, to be. Although years ago it was what, live on live on the Free Counties radio. Don't forget. I mean, Free Free Counties used to have it, didn't they? Yeah, it used to be live on yeah. the radio. But yeah, go on. Sorry to cut over you, Roy. Yeah, no. I... I think it probably needs to be non-recorded, and that, but there needs to be, a, 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 you know, some frank questions that are not going to be filtered that would that would need to be answered, mm, and yeah. then that the answer to that question then gets filtered through social media from them people. And I'm not saying it's me at all. I'm just saying it, no, it no. could be anyone, but people that have got something, followers, and got listeners, and got you know, and it can it can be it can be spread in that kind of a way. As opposed yeah. to, because I don't think they'll ever do a live one. They might do a live one. I don't know, but fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. It's got. I've, I've, I've. You know what? There's a lot of people hounding Scott over the last few days. He's actually a really nice guy. I'm uh, sure. I've, I've never uh, met but, him. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm sure. He yeah, is. he's such a. He's, he's a, a down to earth family guy. Absolutely gutted. He, you know. He, he, 
he kicks up when he when we lose. Absolutely gutted, and his head in his hands. And you know, he is he is a fan now mm. of Watford, and a lot of the stuff is is for me is a little bit unjust. On, yeah, on yeah. you know, they're, they're, yes, fingers have to be pointed, fingers are pointed, and but I think I think I don't know, maybe Gino needs to say a few words. I don't know, I don't know. What yeah, the, the is. trouble is, it's a very emotive thing. Football passions run high. People will say things. Yeah. People want to know the answers to things, yeah. and unfortunately, it's never a quiet conversation when it comes to things about football. People invest a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of emotions into football. And, um, you know, the non-football fan will never understand that, I'm afraid. It's one of these things that you you go to weekly, you think about all the time. It's it's, People name their children after players. I mean, it's it's, it's one of those things that really... It's It's a massive, massive, massively high, highly emotional thing that non-football fans don't really understand. No, no, they never get um, it. No, the the emotion that's invested in it, whether you are a fan or whether you are a CEO or whether you are an owner or a mascot or a you know a, a junior hornet coming, you know, just starting your early days in, in being a in being a supporter, you do. There's an awful lot of emotion. It can be anger, it could be love, it can be dress, or you know, you name it. Occasionally, pride. All, very, all very occasionally. That umbrella. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah, Rare yeah. occasions, pride. Rare yeah. occasions, pride and joy. Yeah, don't come that no, often. You good. have to grab it with both hands when you're a Watford fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The club have been quite helpful with regards to facilities within the bunker, haven't they? Yeah, they've. Um, as I said, they've. I, I don't pay for the electric. They they cover that when when we were spending an extortionate amount of money in Poland for all our flags. I kind of I asked the club if they can help out, and they they helped out with uh, the. Printer. We've got a calendar press, fifty-seven thousand pounds worth of worth of gear that we've we've inputted as well. But the club, to be fair to the club, Richard Walker and and, and Scott Duxbury have both. They, there was there was no argument. There was no ifs and buts. There was like we trust what you're doing. Here it is. Right. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they've they've been fantastic. Richard, Richard Walker for me has been has been really really good. Scott he's been really really good as well. So nice. Let's get pulled down for Richard Walker. So. Um, but I'll just want to make a point that any if, if if they did something really really bad, if they did something really really bad, I will voice my opinion. Of course, I'm still a I'm I'm still a Watford fan, and yeah. the the club is more important to me than any anything or anyone. So um, I'm not I'm not a puppet. Some people on Twitter called me Duxbury's puppet or you know the club's puppet, and I'll do whatever they say, and that's not really the case at all. I I go about what I do um, off my own back. If if I think a display is going to fit for a, the purpose, then I'll then I'll do it. And the, the clubs do come to me and say, "Can you do this display or that display?" And sometimes if I haven't got the manpower, we just don't do it. If I don't agree with it, I don't do it. Right. Okay. That's fair enough. Well, it's your organisation at the end of the day, the eighteen eighty one, isn't it? It's um, yeah. it's it's up to you. You're the you're the facilitator there. So yeah, it works both ways, doesn't it? It works both ways. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It's it's nice that I kind of get a few that they sorry that they trust me enough to do what I cast myself now as the world cast display because they are they go viral all over the place and it's you you go. You you look at anywhere in the training ground or around the ground, and it's all pictures of all the displays that we've done. Right, yeah, that's good. Done. And that and that, I think that appeals to a, a more wider audience. Even added to the people. subway recently by uh, Merwolves as well. Yeah, I've got I'm getting Merwolves to do the bunker. Are you really? Uh, How are you? Uh, oh, awesome. Bunker, yeah. Yeah. And we know Mark really well. We Mark's Mark. great. Mark, who, Mark's a yeah, legend, well, mate. Well, he well, he, well, he, he hooks us up. Oh, he's a lovely yeah. guy. Top guy, top guy. Love Mark. I went, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. down to see him for five minutes on Wednesday. I was still there an hour later talking to him. We're just talking about everything. Football, West Ham, Watford. Yeah, he's brilliant. I love him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a great, great guy. Love Mark. He's um, a real, get back real nice guy. I was supposed to do it before the season started, but we just didn't have the money at that point. And I've just got to get back in touch with him and get it done. But I'm, hopefully they're not they're not too much more expensive than what they priced before. <laughs> well, they're, 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 we'll spe- we'll speak to him for you, mate. We'll speak to him <laughs> yeah, for you. But we've got sway. <laughs> <laughs> like we can pull that off. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I, I literally just wanted to say, Roy, I, thought, I you know, speaking to you and, and knowing you for, for some years now, a real interesting, interesting character, not just amongst Watford fans, but in, but in general. Um, and, and I think that a lot of the work that you do gets not, I don't want to say underappreciated, but can kind of go, you know, under as a well, taken for granted. I think taken for granted. Yeah, that's what it's I'm a, trying yeah, to say. I, yeah. I, 
I have I have felt on more than one occasion that people just think it's part of their match day ticket. Yeah, but part of the yeah exactly part of their admission fee is to see you know something that happens and you know and you you can't please everyone in in no. any, any anything. So I I, I just I, want to, I, no, I certainly I certainly don't get paid by the club. No, no. Um, there's a lot of things that got get banded about. I do everything off off my own back, and so do the guys. You know, Bob and that. Yeah, and, yeah Bob uh, and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. it's all off our own back, yeah. And and I don't want to do a massive display just for people to come up to me and say, "My God, that was amazing." But I I don't care if no one says anything to me as long as they enjoy it and it raises the atmosphere a little bit. Yeah, no, that's good. And I, look, I I just think on, on behalf of you know everyone, mate, I'm pr- privileged where I sit. I get to see the full the full thing. So. Yeah, well done, nice mate. Keep it. up, keep up the the work. And, and Watford fans, if you're listening, you know, get involved. You know, be part of it. It's it's all part of our experience as a fan base. You know, so yeah. get they involved. Can, they can certainly contact me directly on Facebook, via Messenger, or whatever. Or they've obviously come down the bunker and just speak to me face to face. I'm always yeah, cool. I'm That's the way happy. to do it. Spend some I'm money on some on cat. some beer and talk to Roy and see yeah, Lucy. That's the that for me. Sorry, Roy. Moosey's the draw down the bunker, mate. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nice one. Yeah. All right, Roy. Well, listen. Thank you very much for coming on the uh, the podcast. It's been it's a been pleasure to talk to you. No, it's been lovely, mate. Um, we'll see you down there the next home game. Top, top boys. Nice one, you fellas. Top man. Care. Cheers, Roy. All the best, mate. Thank you, Roy. And you, mate. Take care. Bye, Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.